Hey everybody, it's The Rewind for the week of January 23rd, 2022. I'm Paul. That's Nathan. Yes, I am. Welcome back, everybody. Another fun-filled show. Nathan. Yes, Paul. Before we continue, let me remind our audience or any prospective business people out there that if you're looking to get the name of your business out on these very radio waves, why not become a sponsor on the show? We are quickly filling up February. We only have two spots left. So if you want to advertise on the Rewind, why not shoot us an email at rewindadvertising2021 at hotmail.com and we can start getting you fast-tracked to success because that is what the show guarantees success every day of the week, of the year, of the century. Profit. Fast track. All right, Nathan, let's, uh, let's not waste uh, any more time. God knows, we, don't, we probably don't have much left with this whole climate uh, crisis thing going on. And Russia's invading. And yeah, Russia, climate crisis. The whales are dying. Joe Rogan's out there. It's just a scary time right now. <laughs> it is. So without further ado, the news. Is that is that that song Everybody Dance Now? No. By CNC Music Factory? I just made that up. That did not sound like our news theme. I make a lot of things up all the time, Paul. Just give me the first story, for the love of God. All right, from the mirror.co.uk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a man. Uh, this is about a man, by the way, this story. Not a woman, to be clear. It would only be about a man, too. It can't be about a woman. It's, it's physically and anatomically impossible. Mm-hmm. A man may never be able to use his penis again. I love talking about penis. <laughs> That's why I'm talking about it again. Uh-huh. Um, okay. A man may never be able to use his penis again after his partner accidentally used expanding foam inside his urethra in their efforts to keep him direct, direct, erect during sex. <laughs> wow. Just sounds like cheese whiz coming out of an aerosol can. Yeah, I don't know where I found this, but I think it works. Uh, the patient, 45, was struggling with impotence and had been putting different items into the opening of his penis in a bid to stay firm. But his latest attempt ended in horror when his partner tried to use the straw of a can of insulation spray to keep him erect. Wow. I mean, surely they must understand that pills can do this. You don't need to actually insert anything in there. Well, you know, I guess there's a hole and where there's a hole, people are going to put things in, right? Oh, I thought you were going to say where there's a hole, there's a way. (laughs) Sure, that too. Why not? (laughs) The unidentified partner said that she accidentally hit the button on top of the can, sending the foam into his penis where it hardened and became anchored to his genitals. By the way, what does that mean? Accidental. Like accidentally hit the button. Like, you know, you ever use like a can of like lubricant for your car or something? Yeah. 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 yeah look at me. Such a man. Well, I, I lubricate my car all the time. I don't know. It's like, there's just like, you can tap on it to, to get a little bit to spray it. Then you can really like tap on it. And then it just it, like explodes out of the tip of the straw. That's probably what happened. So was their original idea that they just wanted to put the straw up there to, to sort of maintain I don't know, stiffness? No. Because then how would she accidentally hit the button if the whole idea was to spray foam up there to harden it? Well, they're using the straw to get the foam in. So once you, uh, if they were, if she was smart, 
she would have not done this. Yes. Like pulled the straw out as she was spraying it. And then it would have like, you know, filled in the, the urethra there and expanded. I understand. That's what they thought was going to happen. Yeah. Well, it didn't. Right. Uh, furthermore, uh, doctors had to cut a new opening between the man's scrotum and his anus to urinate and, and said that he must pass a psychiatric test in order to qualify for reconstructive surgery. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> I still like that she accidentally pressed the button, right? Like, I, that's that's the part of the story I don't understand. One, that she's unidentified. I like how she's trying to cover her name up here, but uh, two... That she accidentally hit the button as if there was anything else to do in this scenario. I know. She had one job, right? One job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, from HuffBugs.com, a, a dentist in Italy who needed a vaccine certificate offered up a rubber foam arm in an attempt to evade the actual shot. <laughs> a man in Italy who wanted proof of vaccination but didn't want to get the shot attempted to trick medical workers using a fake arm, according to a local nurse. Nurse Filippa Bua in the city of Biella said she first noticed something was amiss pretty quickly. When I uncovered the arm, I felt skin that was cold and gummy, and the color was too light, she told Italian newspaper Cor- Corriere della Sera. She said that at first she thought she, she had an actual prosthetic arm and, and that he had simply accidentally offered her the wrong one, but that was not the case. The man was wearing a covering on his torso with two rubber foam arms attached. Uh, and the man ultimately admitted that his goal had been to obtain a COVID-19 vaccine certificate without receiving the shot. Uh, hey, it's, a, it's a me, a Luigi, uh, putting the shot in my arm. Uh, nothing <laughs> funny going on here. It's just flapping around like a bird. It's what it do. I'm so excited about the shot. Whee! The length Lengths that people will go, though, for things like this. There was more effort put into fooling this nurse than there was just getting the actual shot and then forgetting about it like the rest of us. <laughs> Idiot. By the way, you think my accent was offensive? No, I don't. No, just... you don't think of my accent is offensive? <laughs> what makes you flail your arms around like that? Well, that's because they're rubber, <laughs> right? And so oh, my, my assumption okay. is, is that because they're uh, lifeless, they jiggle <laughs> a lot because it's just the inertia of movement. <laughs> And and did you say he had two arms? He had two arms, yeah. How did he sign the documentation? I haven't taken one shot where I don't have to sign some sort of consent form. Yeah. Oh, no, I can't sign. Just to put some ink on my nose and I will tap it to the signature line. Or I'd be smart and I would like hollow out the rubber arm and then put my real arm in that. Oh, no, because that would still go through. That's a bad idea. Don't No, That's bad. This isn't Ocean's Eleven. You don't really have to think the scenario through. It's stupid. It's just stupid. That's We can stop there. All right, moving on. I mean, moving on, but I don't know if the accent's going to move on. From Audi.com. They say lightning doesn't strike the same place twice, Paul. But robbers apparently sure do. Just as Augie, that's a real name, Augie Lopez, 77, runs Augie's Grocery Deli with his wife, Nilda Mel... Mel- Maldonado in Jersey City, New Jersey. Uh, a violent crook robbed his small business store three times in just six days. Not only did the man steal cash, he also assaulted Lopez and his wife. He did that even though the elderly shopkeeper who gets dialysis treatment is able to use only one of his arms and has trouble walking. Probably couldn't put up much of a fight. Is he unable to use the other arm because it's rubber? Could be. Could have been. Yeah. It's me, it's Luigi from the last story. 
Was that offensive? I don't know. I can't tell anymore. A lot of us could have rubber arms, Paul. Could be offending the rubber arm people. Once you commit to this accent, you lose all sense of what's offensive or not offensive. Jeez. So I should never say hot dot Jody again? Yeah, no, that's super offensive. That's my, not. My accent's whimsical. Okay. Yours is just downright offensive. <laughs> so uh, to confirm, this story is that uh, one guy just kept robbing the same place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But, uh, but there's, there's, a, there's a twist, Paul. There's a twist. A really big twist. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the promise of easy money clearly made the crook overconfident, however. Oh. When he returned for his fourth robbery, there was just a nasty surprise waiting for him. Namely, two police officers. That's the twist? That's There's the just, twist. Yeah. The twist is that the fourth time he tried robbing the place, they finally got security to show up? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's a twist. You know? It wasn't, if it wasn't a twist, he would have gotten away with it. That's not a twist. That's just me being surprised it took four attempts for them to be there. Well, yeah, sure. Why not? You know? Third, not, third time's not the charm because the fourth is... De- well, no, I guess. No. Hey, whatever. He's screwed. He, he got... He got arrested. Moving on. Yeah. Well, uh, from CNN.com, anything from there, anything from CNN is super newsworthy. It's, it's very, very solemn. It's very, you know, it's very important news, Paul. This is CNN. Oscar Mayer's bologna face mask quickly sells out. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In New York, if the thought of using a slice of bologna as a moisturizing face mask was tempting, you're out of luck. Well, for now, that is. First off, bologna. How, how, how can we pronounce bologna when it's spelled bologna? It doesn't make any sense. Bologna, bologna. It's, it's a dumb spelling. Stupid English. I don't think to understand things. I hate English sometimes. It's so stupid. It's not English. It's Italian. And, okay, whatever. <laughs> It's a balloon. <laughs> you beat me to it. Son of a bitch, you took my joke. So, Oscar, Oscar Mayer's bologna-inspired face mask sold out less than a day after its release on Amazon. Jeez. Kraft Heinz blamed the shortage on unexpected, incredibly high demand and said in a statement that the product would be restocked over the coming days. It's the number one new release in Amazon's beauty and personal care section. <laughs> uh, the new product, by the way, Paul, isn't actually a slimy piece of meat. Rather, Kraft Heinz partnered with Seoul uh, Mamas. You're just making up names now. No, no, Seoul Mamas. It's a Korean skincare company. Seoul Mama? Seoul. Nathan, that's a joke that we used to tell in grade school. You know what? It's not Seoul. It's Seoul. I don't think to understand things. This is not a smart story for me. M-A, ma, and then shabble. <laughs> Listen, it's supposed to create a hydrating and restoring hydrogel, okay? I know these things. That's why I said those words in that way. <laughs> it's a gel that you're supposed to put on your face to rehydrate it. However, it's, <laughs> you buy it and it looks like a, a pack of bologna. You know, but they're not edible. Like, I, I would have made this edible because that, that'd be smart right it would taste like bologna but have the curing power of a uh, soul yo mama of course product <laughs> got it i'm on the same page now good old processed meat moving on moving on moving and on oh i can't even do that moving in on moving and on moving it on <laughs> what's going on here nathan <laughs> well you know when you do it it's offensive when i do it it's <laughs> no. gold <laughs> no 
you don't get a free pass on doing things like that. Yes, I do. Or when I do it, it's it's wrong, and you do it, it's okay. No. <laughs> All right, you seriously. flail your arms more than me. That's <laughs> because I have. It's because I have rubber arms. <laughs> All right. So one. Uh, so from one area of the, I don't know, Indo-Pacific region to another. That's that's a horrible segue. Uh, from Ani.com, I'm just going to say that, all right? <laughs> There's a Japanese man that makes a career out of doing absolutely nothing, Paul. That's incredible. It's a dream job. Doing nothing at work is a, a divisive concept. To some, it's heaven. While others can't stand even the idea of sitting around with nothing to do. But Japanese, uh, Soji Morimoto is perfectly fine with the, uh, never seen this word before, Inui, Inui, Enui. Ennui. No, no, I don't care. In fact, you somehow managed to turn nothing or doing nada into a successful career. A 38-year-old professional slacker peddles his non-existent work effort through social media. People can hire him to do his favorite thing. Absolutely nothing. You might be wondering why anyone would hire a man to sit around and do nothing. But Morimoto's do-nothing rent-a-man service is surprisingly popular. Uh, Morimoto told CBS News that he is almost always completely booked. The deadbeat for hire schedule, that means up to three appointments a day. Is that, this means that thrice a day, the most effort he puts into work is going to wherever he's needed. Then he sits or stands around in his trademark blue cap and backpack until it's time to clock out. Wow. What a job. Speaking of doing nothing, don't forget to uh, email rewindadvertising2021 at hotmail.com if you want to advertise on the show and uh, make some money with us. I'm going to just start my next story now. That would be a fourth the best today, Nathan. Okay, so from HuffPost.com, um, this is funny. There's uh, a camel beauty contest, Paul. Okay, it was rocked by a Botox scandal. We're going to talk about this because it's, it's very it's a serious matter. We have to talk about this. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, in Dubai, United Arab Emirates, Saudi authorities have conducted their biggest ever crackdown on camel beauty contestants. They received Botox injections and other artificial touch-ups. The state-run Saudi press agency reported on Wednesday. With over 40 camels disqualified from the annual pageant. My God. What scandal. <laughs> what a scandal. Mm. Uh, Saudi Arabia's popular King Abdulaziz Camel Festival, uh, which kicked off earlier this month, invites the breeders of the most beautiful camels to compete for some $66 million. Wow. In prize money. Botox injections, facelifts, and other cosmetic alterations to make the camels more attractive are strictly prohibited. Jurors decide the winner based on the shape of the camel's head, neck, humps, and dress and postures. That's crazy. But wait, isn't this just objectifying the camels? Like, can we can we do this? Can we judge a camel based on its humps and and, and spit? They're they're just camels. Hasn't the last decade been folks telling us that we can't look at a camel and comment about its humps they should be you know what if anything it's not their looks they should be judged on their resiliency mm-hmm. did you know that camels can travel for for like days without water maybe weeks i actually don't know the real number because i forgot but i know they can do for a long time just finish the story what's the scandal that's it yeah 40 camels were caught now how do they catch them like is there a judge that walks around and he feels them up and he's like uh oh that's ah, Botox. I, I believe so. How do I get that job? That's a job I'd like. What, a camel judge? Just camel inspector. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. You know, you're, you're going through the lineup, whatever of camels, and you're and you're just like, hey, wait a minute, that one over there, <laughs> something funny going on with that camel. You pull out a giant Inspector Clouseau like magnifying glass, and you hold it up, and you're like, yep, yeah, that's Botox in that camel. You're out of here, camel. You know what? Uh, what is it? Some of these breeders they've uh, <laughs> they use uh, like rubber bands and other fillers to relax faces, so they just oh. kind of like do that before they enter their camel into this beauty contest. I'd love to see what the difference is between a, a bad looking camel and a good looking camel. Yeah. Knowing camels, I don't know that there's much that you can do to improve that, but, uh, they're rough looking animals, but like there's beauty in everything, Paul. There is, there's really <laughs> beauty in everything. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. I, 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 sure. Well, camel breeding is a multi million dollar industry too, by the way. It's, uh-huh. you know, gotta, gotta keep making those camels. Very good. Nathan, I don't know if we've learned anything today. But I definitely didn't. The best one's the Italian guy trying to fool the nurses with his fake rubber hands. Yeah. It's a me, uh, Luigi, and my flappy arms. I swear that this time my arms are real. Look, I put the, the punching gloves on them. That way, <laughs> it's not fake arms. I am practicing. I'm taking on Logan Paul next week. If you were Italian, would you do that? Would you bring a fake arm to get a COVID shot? I, I guess Italian Paul would, yeah. Okay. I don't know what Italian Paul would do. I'm not Italian Paul. Italian Paul. Nathan, thank you. I, you know, as always, <laughs> when we do these, it's it's dark. It just gets darker it and does. sadder every time. Yeah. And uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know why we do it, but we have to. If not us telling these stories, who will? It's like turning down the lights on my soul every time I do this show. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty dark. That's how I feel. But I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. All right, Nathan, thank you. Audience, thank you. A reminder, you can find us on every major platform for podcasts with the exception of the one that has a idiot who spreads COVID-19 misinformation and also gets paid $100 million a year to do it. Uh, I will remind you that we actually were Neil Young before Neil Young was Neil Young. We've never been on Spotify. We never will. And we fully, fully endorse anybody who isn't on that shitty shitty platform which by the way also does not pay artists fair royalties for their music were you neil old before neil was young is that what you're saying i was neil fetus oh i was neil fetus he was neil young that's disgusting that's what the show is so <laughs> apple Podcasts, you can find us on their amazon podcast stitcher tune in share it with a friend so on and so forth we're also on the twitter at i love the rewind thank you nathan yeah yeah, I'm thanks. Also, thank you to me and my amazing Italian, my amazing, not stereotypical, not offensive Italian accent. Uh, I don't know about that. Which will be appearing for a seven day engagement at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas starting next week. Uh, you can book your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. That's uh, Paul and his Italian accent. It's a wonderful time. Headlining is Nathan and his. Uh Indian accent, you know? No, it's not. No, Nathan's Indian accent is n- no. What am I gonna do then? If you're gonna do that, what do I? What, what can I do? When I do it, people laugh. When you do it, people are offended. No, I, I have to keep not. explaining this to you. Yeah, I'm not offended. So that's a pretty terrible litmus test for <laughs> the general public, isn't it? Like hot dog Jody's okay. They're important to 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 know. Well, I, I will say it's uh, uh, it, it's uh, very uh, interesting that you did not put on the accent there because you know it's wrong. All right, we could debate this forever. The truth is your accent is offensive. Mine is not. <laughs> I beg to differ. Well, you can keep doing that. It's your right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will see you all in two weeks. Good. Good.
riddance.